McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. The Ricky Smiley Morning Show. The most funny in the morning. Show. Just another day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. Ladies and gentlemen, the senior pastor of Friendship with Missionary Baptist Church, Dallas, Texas, Pastor Frederick Douglas Haynes. Pastor Haynes, good morning. Hey, good morning, Ricky Smiley, bro. I hope you have a marvelous beginning of your day. You know I love you. I pray for you. And I thank God for you and the Ricky Smiley Morning Show team, as well as our family. Ricky, today, I love our song today. Our song talks about brighter day. Oh, my God. Martin Luther King Jr., Ricky, often talked about life being a long and desolate corridor with no exit signs. Every now and then we find ourselves going through dark seasons of difficulty. I don't know about you, but there are Sundays with all of the nightmarish notifications and all of the negative news. Life just gets so heavy. It weighs me down to the point I feel like I can't go on. I get just Discouraged. But Ricky, the song of the day is Brighter Day. Brighter Day. Isn't it good to know that a brighter day is coming? Because the Bible says weeping may endure for a night, but joy is coming in the morning. I love that right there. A brighter day is coming. Let you know that you can hold on to hope as you are going through what you are going through because you're going to get to something that's a whole lot better. A brighter day day is coming because all things work together for good to those that love God and are called according to God's purposes. You've got to know that God is up to something even when life is weighing you down, dragging you down, getting you down. Hold your head up. Keep looking up, knowing that a brighter day is coming because God is up to something. But also, a brighter day is coming gives you peace of mind in the midst of the problematic pain you find yourself up against and going through. So I don't want anybody to give up. I want you to keep looking up. I want you to keep moving forward, knowing that a brighter day is coming. God bless you. Have a blessed and amazing day because y'all, a brighter day is on the way. There it is, Pastor Haynes, man, the senior pastor friendship with Missionary Baptist Church. Let's get into this music. Love you, Pastor Haynes. Yes, Love you, Ricky. Have a great day. Yes, sir. You too. Let's go. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. It is time for the front page. Maria Moore, what is happening? Good morning, RSMS family. Here's what's happening in news. The mother of a six-year-old boy who shot his teacher in his Virginia classroom has been sentenced to 21 21 months in a federal prison. Deja Taylor was charged with making a false statement about her drug use when purchasing a gun and using marijuana while in possession of a gun. The teacher survived after five surgeries but still needs physical therapy. 
In other news, President Joe Biden said he is confident that U.S. relations with China are improving after his summit with China's leader in California. He said Xi Jinping agreed to crack down on Chinese production and export of chemicals used to make fentanyl. China and the U.S. also agreed to repair channels of communication between their militaries to prevent misunderstandings. Lastly, did y'all know folks are paying $300 for hugs? Uh, researchers have found alternative therapies like cuddle curing and brain spotting may not be uh, very beneficial. Uh, practitioners can charge up to $300 per hour for these treatments that have no demonstrated benefit. Now, cuddle curing involves extended hugs and, in, uh, and is intended to help with depression and PTSD. Brain spotting is another technique which claims to address trauma. There you go. Who else? Oh, Rock D? Hey, man, let's, let's, let's go get it, baby. Oh, yeah, go. you'll make millions. Let's go get it. Launching the franchise. <laughs> That's what's happening in news. For more on these stories and other headlines, visit rickysmileymorningshow.com. Rock T, what's going on in sports? Oh, man. Let's go. Thursday night football tonight. Cincinnati Bengals and the Baltimore Ravens. Oh, my goodness. The Rock T NFL picks of the week will be later on in the show. Stay tuned for that. NBA, we already knew this was going to come in. Has suspended Golden State Warriors forward Draymond Green for five games without pay for escalating an on-court altercation. Of course, the headlock that he put Rudy Gobert in the other day. Uh, Clay Thompson, Jaden McDaniels, and Rudy Gobert were all fined 25000 for their roles in the incident. And just when the Cleveland Browns fans were starting to get excited about the uh, rest of their season, they just lost their starting quarterback, Deshaun Watson. Got to have oh, season-ending wow. shoulder surgery. It's tough, you know. I've, you know, felt like we were turning a corner to really make a run, and uh, you know, I, we, I still believe we still will. You know, with the guys in this locker room, you know, I just wanted to be physically a part of it. That's tough, man. Because Browns looking mm-hmm. good this year. They like for real looking good. Six and three right now, and they got to go the rest of the way without their starting quarterback. Bring it attack. What you got next coming up in the hot spot? Coming up next in the hot spot, Travis Scott finally opened up about the Astro World tragedy, and I'm gonna tell you what he said up next. It's the Ricky Smiley Morning Show. The hot spot. Drop it like it's hot. hot. Drop it like it's hot. hot. So hot. Yeah. Ooh, that's hot. You can catch me at the hot spot. It's the B R A T. All right, Ricky Smiley Morning Show. It is about that time. Time for the hot spot. What up, Brett? What up, Ricky? Good morning, everybody. I'm your girl, Brad Tat-Tat, and this is The Hot Spot, where we bring you music, movies, and more. So let's get off into it. Well, two years after the tragedy at his Astroworld Festival in Houston, Travis Scott finally spoke out about the disaster. He said, I always think about it. Those fans were like my family, he said, in an interview with GQ for their Men of the Year issue. He said, you just feel for those people and their families. He explained that it took him months and months and months after that night. Making music, you think about the things that go on in life and things that happen in your life and you dial in on those things that moment for families for the city you know it was devastating he said uh, in the same interview scott laid out his plan to shift his focus from music to architecture uh he said i'm going to harvard for architecture school and i got uh i got i gotta work hard to get in he said uh they're not letting me take any shortcuts and he's already visited the campus so congratulations to him for awesome. you know thinking out of the box and doing something different and going back to school you can never learn too much and he's gonna be an architect he's probably gonna build a crazy house and build some really nice stuff so that's nice to see somebody doing something different than just you know being a musician or artist all right y'all moving on t.i joined the mayor andrew dickens this week for a ribbon cutting ceremony at his first affordable housing uh housing affordable uh 
apartment development as uh even excuse me as he even seen a personal connection to the building uh, which was previously owned to a shop home to a shopping center where his grandmother brought groceries he said i'm gonna tell y'all a secret don't tell nobody i got caught stealing from this kmart he said <laughs> i thought that you know just to offset the shame that came with it it would behoove me i can hear him saying this right he said it's been big words it would behoove me to invest in the community by acquiring these properties. <laughs> the Atlanta Rappers Company partnered with the city for the project. T.I. added that his friend Killer Mike inspired him to get involved. He says, if everyone does a little, no one has to do a lot. Congratulations to T.I. That is so awesome. Absolutely. So, yeah, I saw so that. Awesome. I saw that on the news. That is awesome. And those apartments are nice, too. Yeah, that's what's up. That's what's up. I know people are happy to be able to get into a nice place like that. And last but not least, y'all, Angela Jolie and Brad Pitt's daughter has joined a sorority. Uh, Zahara Jolie Pitt became an official member of the Alpha Kappa Alpha organization, uh, the first historically black sorority at Spelman College in Atlanta. Now, in a video posted by Essence Wednesday, she was seen enthusiastically coming forward from a line of her sorority sisters to introduce herself. She said, my name is Zahara Marley Jolie, and she said while she was shaking her hair and performing a series of moves, coming all what? the way from Golden State in the city uh, that is full of angels, Los Angeles, California, I am this line's number seven. Zahara left several fans in awe for representing her roots, while others could believe, c- couldn't believe how fast she has grown up. Wow, I wish I could have saw that. Man, that is freaking awesome. Beautiful. Oh my god goodness i'm so happy for her congratulations Welcome to the divine nine Daddy yes yes all right y'all we're gonna wrap up the hospital on that note but coming up next month y'all hit us up for them wake up calls at 8669 ricky that's 8669 r-i-c-k-e-y it's the ricky smiley morning show mcdonald's is not new to chicken so maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. The next generation of influential black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truth. Black Stories, Black Truth is a celebration of blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's black voices are distinct, varied, and nuanced as the black experience itself. In the Black Stories, Black Truths collection, you'll hear stories of joy, resilience, empowerment, and creating world-shifting things out of struggle. Every episode is a living account about what it means to be black today, told from a unique black perspective. And let me tell you, these episodes speak to the black experience. Recently, I was able to check out an episode called The Woman Behind the Montgomery Bus Boycott. Now, you know I'm from Birmingham, Alabama, so I'm always intrigued with historical events that have happened in my state. As I listened to this podcast and the voices, I felt the pain that these women went through as they told their stories. Lightweight made me angry, but it's history and these women lived it for us. One thing that I really enjoyed is that the episodes are not too long and they give you just what you need. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR, wherever you get podcasts. I believe him, yo. I don't know why, but I do. All right, y'all, it's about that time, y'all. Special K got news you can't use. What up, big dog? What's happening? I want to shout out to all our new affiliates, man. Everybody who's just listening for the first time. If this is your first holiday season with us, welcome to the Ricky Smiley Morning Show. Come on, I'm comedian Waco. Special K. Yeah, and look, I got... uh. 
that news you absolutely positively cannot use. You can follow me at Special K Nine One Three on Instagram. And these are some of the things that you might hear that you definitely hear at a Black Thanksgiving dinner at Big Mama House. Usually, y'all know. Uh, Super Dave, give me some appropriate Thanksgiving dinner at Big Mama House mo- uh, music. There you go. There you go. There you go. Coming in the door. Here you go. Somebody go check and make sure Uncle Larry ain't upstairs by himself with them kids. <laughs> oh, man. It's always that one uncle. Man, damn. <laughs> man, damn. There's always that one uncle. Oh, yeah. Tell them, hey, y'all put them coats and jackets all in TT room on her bed. Don't have that stuff in my living room. Or in the kitchen. I can't stand it. Absolutely Who, correct. Or in the kitchen. And don't bring, don't don't wear your coat in here because you smell like outside. Who driving a white Buick out there? You got Ernest truck blocked in. Yep. All of that. Don't worry about who made the macaroni. Just eat it. Right. Why you fixing another plate? You still ain't ate the meat off of that chicken you got. Right. That's Ricky. Yep. Yep. Ricky will correct you on that. <laughs> If you ain't ate all that damn meat off that chicken, he will let you know. <laughs> let Marco Mama fix his plate. You know he don't like his food to touch. <laughs> Man, what is the deal with that? I mean, that happened one year. Yeah, the peas can't touch the carrots. <laughs> yeah, but they, why but, you why you need to know is them mustard greens or collard greens? They greens, damn it, just eat them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but we're not I, mix, mixing up the greens. We don't play that in the black community. But black people want to know what type of greens is it? Which which one of the greens is it? Is it mustard greens? It don't matter. It's greens. We only they cooking collards. Black folks, just stick to collard. Thank you. And don't get, don't get fancy. Like you said, don't be mixing all this You're stuff. You're doing up too much. Doing too much. Go wash your hands before you go fixing another plate. You, 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 you look dirty. Yeah. Yeah. Or, or hand sanitizer. Okay, now you keep drinking all them sodas, you're going to be big as a house just like your mama. <laughs> Don't get big by drinking sodas. You know, it's always that one little niece, and she a little, you know, she a little chubby. A lot of shit. And, uh, and, big and then, yeah, then y'all, y'all begin the kids, uh, Coca-Cola for the grown folks, and the kids get that Dr. Thunder. The, the kids get drinks. Dr. Thunder, or they, or they get, uh, yeah, that, that fake cherry cola. Yeah. Who that man Keisha got with her? That ain't the same one she brought to the cookout a couple of months ago. Man, come on. <laughs> and stand that all these new folks, she was somebody every, different uh, every year. And she always pregnant. Go tell always. them kids they not finna be playing all that rap music with that cussing up in here. Uh-uh. <laughs> Trying if to you bless gotta, a few food and you hear a little dirt in the background. Uh-uh. Here's another one. If you got to use the bathroom like that, go upstairs and strike some matches. Yes, sir. <laughs> Why you Please. need salt? That food already seasoned. Please and thank you. I told y'all it wasn't no hot sauce in that cabinet. Go get my purse. I got a bottle in there. Damn. Somebody call Bobby Jr. and see what's taking him so long to get back with them bags of ice. Black people, right. y'all please buy the damn ice. ice. Will y'all please just... Oh, man. Jesus. Just bring you a damn it. bag of ice, please. You own it. Go on outside with all that arguing and cussing before I put all y'all ass out. <laughs> yeah, you own it. You own it. You must have been ask in my Tasha house. To, ask Tasha if she going to fix her friend a plate because he acting like his hands don't work. Right. <laughs> right. Then that one uncle that actually ain't got no hands. Got stop, asking, <laughs> stop asking what what we got up in here that's vegan. If you was a vegan, you shouldn't have came over here. We don't eat like that. In Jesus. <laughs> we'll talk about that some other time. No, I want to talk about it now. Fred, See, Fred, I said we'll talk about that some other time. You don't tell me what I talk about. <laughs> you don't tell me what 
I can talk about in my own house. Don't you point your finger at my nose, Fred Sanford. I'll point my finger at your nose and I'll point my foot somewhere else. <laughs> Nothing like the one and only Fred Sanford. McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning their chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. The next generation of influential black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truth. Black Stories, Black Truth is a celebration of blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's black voices are distinct, varied, and nuanced as the black experience itself. In the Black Stories, Black Troops collection, you'll hear stories of joy, resilience, empowerment, and creating world-shifting things out of struggle. Every episode is a living account about what it means to be black today, told from a unique black perspective. And let me tell you, these episodes speak to the black experience. Recently, I was able to check out an episode called The Woman Behind the Montgomery Bus Boycott. Now, you know I'm from Birmingham, Alabama, so I'm always intrigued with historical events that have happened in my state. As I listened to this podcast and the voices, I felt the pain that these women went through as they told their stories. Lightweight made me angry, but it's history and these women lived it for us. One thing that I really enjoyed is that the episodes are not too long and they give you just what you need. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR, wherever you get podcasts. All right, Derby, come on the morning show. Hey, this Gary is out today, but there's a lot of hot tea to pour, so we're going to have a little tea party right here. All right, uh, Brett, so uh, we got a lot of stuff going on with Tamar, so who she's going off on this time? Because y'all do this nation together, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, our friend ain't taking no slick shots from nobody. Tamar hopped on Instagram to drag Tommy Lee after the reality star weighed in on a recent Kashawn Rock drama. Uh, she said, so now y'all want me to address out-of-work reality stars? Never. Me and my Muppet-employed ass will keep you on the list. And if I need a non-fighting cokehead for $2,500 an episode for one of these shows of mine that I'm casting, I might give you a call. We are not the same. Go sell some ass for your next hit, said Tamar. She continued, if you are on cocaine and your name starts with a T and you never even sold out a bag of blow pops, stay silent. God bless y'all, she added. Man. <laughs> <laughs> wow, it's getting outright nasty. All right, Maria, now a lot of stuff going on with Fantasia. Yeah, this one is a little lighter. Uh, Ricky Fantasia is speaking out about her 2010 overdose in an interview with Variety. The color purple actor was hospitalized after overdosing on aspirin and sleep aids. She said, I just wanted the noise to stop, explaining that financially supporting her family had become too much. And we heard her talk about that last year. She said, I'm going to speak into every young person's life and tell them, don't you dare give up. I don't care if it gets ugly. I don't care if there are storms. I realize I have the spirit of an eagle. They fly over storms. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait, wait, wait a minute. Go back. She, wait a minute. The color purple actor was hospitalized. Uh, when was this? Oh, that was in 2010. Yep. Oh yeah, I remember uh, uh, having a con- uh, you know a conversation with her about that. We were just sitting out expressing some frustrations. You know the pressure. Uh, you know when a lot of people be leaning on you, you looking out for people, and then you come home and you can't even get nobody uh, to come pick you up from the airport. Like that was a real 
real conversation, uh, uh, Brett. I'm sure you can uh, relate to that. Uh, yeah, absolutely. It, it's just the entitlement sometimes that that comes with, uh, uh, you know, being being who you are and what you you know what you're doing and yeah. stuff. And people be needing support. That's uh, right. Brett, it's you want to speak on things. that? It's just the little things for me. Like you know, I don't need much. I just need you to be thoughtful. You know what I'm saying? I need you to make sure you check on me because if you're gonna keep asking me for stuff, the least you could do is call me and ask me how I'm doing once a week. Yeah. And the thing that I love about Fantasia, she's always tapping into her inner strength. Um, I think that's the thing that people love about her outside of her voice and being a great singer is that she's just so real. She's so transparent and she's going to fight through every struggle and come out on top. So definitely encouraging news from Fantasia. Right. And let's circle back on the uh, uh, the thing with uh, Tom, Tommy Lee. Now, for all the people that's just joining in or, or just don't know or don't watch reality show, who is Tommy Lee, Brett? Uh, Tommy Lee is on. She was on Love and Hip Hop. Uh, it's the girl that got like a thousand mug shots. Um, she was dating uh, somebody. Um, Scrappy, not Scrappy, but somebody else named Scrap. She ain't on there no more. She was what? Right. She was on. Oh, she's on Baddies. See, I don't okay. even know. I don't even know. I, I, that's one of them Zeus shows. Where they be right. fighting and stuff all the time. But uh I guess she commented on the Krishan Rock stuff and said something about uh uh if Krishan Rock had not have did what she did, uh Tamar wouldn't have went viral or something like that. I don't know, something crazy where she probably would have did better off not saying anything, just chiming in on something that she really has nothing to do with. So Tamar probably was like, What? You know what I'm saying? Wait a minute. And and that's when she said what she had to say. Like Right. Did y'all talk about that on Dish Nation? Uh, yes, we did. We did. We did. Ooh. <laughs> I bet that was ugly. I appreciate y'all. They thank y'all both for holding it down uh, for the Tea Party this morning. We're going we to call Gary, see where the hell he at. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. Gary, Gary uh, uh, probably out, uh, uh, <laughs> taking out with Black Tony or something. All right, y'all give it up for oh, Brent Lord. and Maria this morning. <laughs> North Carolina. I'm calling to wake up Keisha Mae, Corey, all the hosts in the fuller. Wake up, wake up, wake up. Hi, this is Shawnee from Buck Hill, South Carolina. I just want to thank the Lord for waking me up this morning. Wake up, wake up, wake up. This is Walter Stockdale. Good morning, Rick and Smiley. I'm calling from the Birmingham VA in Birmingham, Alabama. I'd like to wake up my kids, Sherelle, Nudie, Mika. If I can get up this early for a doctor's appointment, y'all can get up and go punch hey. that clock. Get up, get up, get up. Wake up. Wake up. You listening on your radio. Radio. Kansas City to the Baby, I still got it on the trumpet. <laughs> no, the hell you don't. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? I don't know who said that. Man, y'all, y'all make me sick, man. I don't even know why I get up every morning fooling with y'all. Y'all haters.
McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. The next generation of influential black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truth. Black Stories, Black Truth is a celebration of blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's black voices are distinct, varied, and nuanced as the black experience itself. In the Black Stories, Black Troops collection, you'll hear stories of joy, resilience, empowerment, and creating world-shifting things out of struggle. Every episode is a living account about what it means to be black today, told from a unique black perspective. And let me tell you, these episodes speak to the black experience. Recently, I was able to check out an episode called The Woman Behind the Montgomery Bus Boycott. Now, you know I'm from Birmingham, Alabama, so I'm always intrigued with historical events that have happened in my state. As I listened to this podcast and the voices, I felt the pain that these women went through as they told their stories. Lightweight made me angry, but it's history and these women lived it for us. One thing that I really enjoyed is that the episodes are not too long and they give you just what you need. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR, wherever you get podcasts. Unfiltered. Unapologetic. It's just real talk. Ricky Smiley. All right, y'all, uh, Rick's Mind the Morning Show. Hey, uh, you know, it's just real disappointing. Uh, I was going to come on here and give y'all some recipes, man, but I uh, pulled my trumpet out on the wake-up call and just the hate in the room. The fact that I'm still a talented musician <laughs> bothers people in this room. And uh, I will be a trumpet player forever. A lot of people know I play piano and organ, but a lot of folks don't know I was hell on this one. I marched HBCU, Tuskegee, mm-hmm. and Alabama State. And uh, uh, and uh. Especially, you didn't play no instrument, did you? I did not. You know the fact, and I and a lot of people don't know, man. I, I pick my horn up, man, and I do a couple of scales probably once or twice a week. Mm-hmm. I ordered me a trumpet off of Amazon, and uh, I can sit down and read third chair trumpet sheet music any day, right? Any day. You know, now, now this is a B flat concert scale. That, that was B flat concert. I was trying to do an F scale, but I don't yeah, have a white. It was flat. Right. Okay, right. It was okay. Flat. Yeah. I, it, it's, it's not right. that you can't play the trumpet; it's that you can't play it well. That's your response. That? Oh, she tried to that? cut the note short. Still. <laughs> I mean, it sounds like. So- I'm with you, dog. Go ahead and play another one. It sounds like somebody that can play, but they're really tired. (laughs) Sound like somebody. Those were the days. (laughs) (laughs) Wait a minute, what, bro? It sounds like Edith Edith Archie Bunker. (laughs) Carol O'Connor and Gene Stapleton. Sounds like All in the Family. Yeah. The Navy it, it gives those vibes. That <laughs> <laughs> sound like all sound like what? What you say? Did it need no welfare state? <laughs> <laughs> Change the cadence on you. 
Everybody pull his way. <laughs> Gerald LaSalle ran gray. And you knew who you were then. Girls were girls and men were men. So we could use a, a man, man like, like Herbert Hoover, Hoover again. I don't care what y'all say, I will play my trumpet forever. Oh, all, I, all I need to do is practice, and that's with no practice. That's with no practice. Just get to heaven. If you make it to heaven, the trumpet will sound. Yeah, they'll let you Please sing. put yours down. <laughs> Black Tony, where you at, man? What's up, man? Don't do it. Don't do it, man. Come on in, bro. Are you, are you outside? Nah, well, yeah. I mean, I mean, kind of sort of like if you, you depend on what you mean outside by outside. The station. So let me bring, let me bring folks up, 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 uh, let me, let me let folks know who I'm is. So first of all, because I was talking to our boss man yesterday, he said, you know, Black Tony, I'm real disappointed. We coming up to the holiday time end of the year, and you ain't been to work now. They in 2023. He said, um, you know, we got a lot of new folks listening that that didn't used to hear the show. Folks in Waco and uh, Tampa, uh, Tampa and places like that. A new like set that. we got on on a, yeah. a, a whole new uh, uh, signal and station in Jacksonville. Yeah, he said, Black Tony, you be calling any folks don't even know who you is. Uh, my name Black Tony. I've been working for the show for like six years now. Let me reintroduce yourself. Yeah, my name is Black Tony. My name is Black Tony, and I ain't been yeah. to work now day. You know what I'm saying? I ain't been to work because things just be happening. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes people have a situation, and your boss man got to understand you got a situation where you can't come to work every day because sometimes things be coming up. And, you Black know, Tony. I ended up be having or whatever. And, you know, I was talking to my mama yesterday, and she was telling me about my family. She said, you know what? She said, you know why me and your dad ain't together? Why? She said, because your dad ain't no like to go to work. And she said, you know why your grandmama and your granddaddy broke up? I why? said, why? She said, because your granddaddy ain't no go to work. <laughs> and she said, and your great-granddaddy, your daddy-granddaddy, she said, you know why him, him and uh, your great-grandmama went together? Yeah. Because he ain't no like to go to work. So I can't help it send my blood. But anyway, <laughs> but man, you you got but but what uh what, what a lot of pastors be talking about Bishop Joseph well, you know Bishop Joseph Walker in Nashville right? Mm-hmm. Bishop Joseph Walker be talking about breaking the generational curse. You need to go uh uh over there to uh Mount Zion in Nashville, Tennessee, mm-hmm. when he break that thing down about breaking the generational curse, so you won't pass that on to your kids and grandkids. Black Tony, what you eating on, man? You know, a little Mexican in the morning. <laughs> I'm gonna call y'all back because I gotta take her home. <laughs> McDonald's is not new to chicken, so maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy, juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say. They're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. The next generation of influential black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truth. Black Stories, Black Truth is a celebration of blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's black voices are distinct, varied, and nuanced as the black experience itself. 
In the Black Stories, Black Troops collection, you'll hear stories of joy, resilience, empowerment, and creating world-shifting things out of struggle. Every episode is a living account about what it means to be black today, told from a unique black perspective. And let me tell you, these episodes speak to the black experience. Recently, I was able to check out an episode called The Woman Behind the Montgomery Bus Boycott. Now, you know I'm from Birmingham, Alabama, so I'm always intrigued with historical events that have happened in my state. As I listened to this podcast and the voices, I felt the pain that these women went through as they told their stories. Lightweight made me angry, but it's history and these women lived it for us. One thing that I really enjoyed is that the episodes are not too long and they give you just what you need. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR, wherever you get podcasts. Caitlyn Jenner, whom I've met, wonderful person, Caitlyn Jenner was voted Woman of the Year. Her first year as a woman. Ain't that something? Beat every bitch in Detroit. She's better than all of you. Uh, Never uh, even had a period. Ain't that something? Uh, uh, oh, I'd be mad as shit if I was a woman. I'd be mad if I was me. If I was in a BET Awards sitting there and they're like, and the winner for year of the year, Eminem, my man. Real comedy right there. <laughs> All right, y'all, Rick's Mind Morning Show. Hey, it is y'all. Listen, y'all, Gary is out today, but there's a lot of hot tea to pour, so we're going to be uh, having a tea party. So, uh, Brent, uh, people are upset with the one and only Queen Bee Beyonce. What's up with that? So, yesterday, media mogul James Dolan said in his talks that uh, T wants to land Beyonce at his Las Vegas music venue, and it's called The Spear. Now, Dolan, who also owns the Knicks and Rangers, has been speaking with Beyonce's team about the pop superstar taking up a Vegas residency at his state-of-the-art arena after U2's epic run ends early next year. Now, Beyonce's manager mom, Tina knows, as well as husband Jay-Z, have taken separate tours of the $2.3 billion venue on the Las Vegas Strip. Her team is asking for about $10 million to produce the high-tech stage show, roughly the same amount of money the Spear paid U2 to put on its show. Now, Dolan has also been considering other iconic musicians, including Bon Jovi, Paul McCartney, and Lady Gaga. Now, Dolan may be hesitant to splash out the big bucks Beyonce is seeking, since the venue makes very little from concert tickets because the star act gets guaranteed revenue. Now, instead, profits are generated from sweet sales and selling advertising on the LED screens that wrap the inside and outside of the ball-shaped arena. Fans are on the blog saying they already spent enough money on Renaissance tickets and Beyonce in the movie, in addition to the perfume. And at this point, Beyonce has all the money and should do a free show for the fans. What y'all oh, think? Oh, wow. Uh, I mean, she sold out everywhere. Uh, I guess the question becomes, if they get that residency in Vegas, Who's gonna come that have not uh, have not attended the shows and how much are the shows are the shows as expensive as they were when she was on tour? Because everybody went to Beyonce's shows and she sold out everywhere. So what's what's your target audience? Because I don't know if people have that kind of money to spend. That's a good question. Man, Ricky, there are fans that have a Beyonce budget line. Uh, some of them fans they're gonna go to every single thing that Beyonce does. So, and I think but a, that you know, people to see a, that. But a residency, that's, is that every night or every weekend? How long is the residency? And, and how many shows does she do that week? Yeah. It, it normally lasts a few months, man. But I'm guessing this will probably start like in 2025, maybe. You know, if, if she agrees to do this thing, it's got to start like in 2025. Because I don't see her going right into a residency in, in Vegas right after a tour. Yeah, me neither. 
Yeah, that's 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 something though. I mean, uh, uh, people, you know, I think they'll 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 come out and support it, but I don't know how long she should do it. It should be for a very short period of time because I don't know if people have that money. All right, Maria, what happened with our uh, Tristan and Kylie? So Tristan Thompson is apologizing to the entire Kardashian-Jenner family for his transgressions during this season of the Kardashians. Now, he did previously apologize off-camera to Kris Jenner, Kim Kardashian, and Rob Kardashian for how he mistreated Khloe for repeatedly cheating on her and keeping a paternity scandal from her until it blew up in the public. Now, he hadn't gotten closure from either Kourtney Kardashian or Kylie Jenner. Now, thanks to a lot of work with a therapist for the past two years, he felt he was finally in a place where he could really see and own up to the mistakes he made. Two years, that's all it took. Uh, Tristan showed up at Kylie's home and he began a pretty lengthy apology saying, I feel like I lost a sister, basically. He said, you lost Jordan, who was a big part of your life. Uh, what I did wasn't right. It wasn't smart. It made it tough for you and Chloe. And I want to say that I am sorry. He made poor decisions and he admitted to being an idiot and stupid. So Kylie said she appreciated the words, adding that she felt she was codependent with Woods. We remember seeing them. They were like stuck at the hip together. Um, and she said that she needed that space. Uh, Tristan then admitted that he was selfish and didn't understand the value of good people at the time, adding he hopes he can prove he's trustworthy again. Yeah, think he can. <laughs> Man, I, I give Tristan Everybody Thompson so it. much props because he was victimized for so many years by oh all these loose gosh. women that were throwing themselves at him, and the loose he was loose. weak. They took advantage <laughs> of his weakness and. And now he's apologizing. He's, he's a stand-up guy, man. <laughs> Prop to you, Tristan Thompson. Prop yeah. to you. Yeah, that was good. Yeah. Pray for Tristan. Amen. 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 Mm-hmm. And that was <laughs> good and stupid. He wants to be better. He said he wants loose be women. Yeah. <laughs> these tramps and trollops throwing themselves at <laughs> young men out here knowing that they are weak in certain areas. You ain't lying. Right. They, know, they know he had a woman and a baby mama. Okay. Offer themselves up. Well, I think, never I loose think the apology as well. He he should apologize. He should still be apologizing. I think he shouldn't live in Chloe's house. She shouldn't take him back. I know she wants to have like a baby daddy and stuff there, and she wants the child's father in his in in their life. But I just think he messed up so many times. And talking about he don't he understand now. He under the how many times did Jesus forgive us? It, it don't matter how many this times. Ain't, this ain't he is the not Bible. Jesus. Jesus forgive <laughs> us. Right. We can't ask for forgiveness of the Lord Jesus Christ this if we can't forgive people. This equally. ain't the Bible. And that, and Jordan was her friend. Like that's so that's so petty. Trifling. Trifling, very. Yeah, you can't sleep with. Once you sleep with a friend, you can't ever go back to that or whatever. Yeah. Uh, that, that's just done. Uh, but the best thing he could do is just try to develop a really, really good friendship and have a uh, a nice relationship. Be a good father to. How many kids they had together? One or two? Two. Two. Yeah, yeah be a good to father to the kids and and be friends and and let that be that. But uh, you know, after you, you sleep with the best friend. That's that's real trifling. Well, they didn't art. sleep together. I think they just kissed. Yeah, they just kissed. Yeah. Yeah. It but it's still, oh, it's still, oh, it's still trifling. I don't even know why you added yeah. that two cents. So, uh, so he could be like, oh, that's all. Yeah, I shouldn't have added it. <laughs> yeah. But I just, I just I, wanted to make I, sure the information listen. we were putting out there was somebody yes. correct. Stand up he for he these just, guys he just kissed her, but it was yeah. other women. Yeah. Plenty of other women that he did more than kiss. Yeah, that kiss, we don't, we don't count men. We don't count that. So Don't we, we have a quick count, free story if you do it, that if we you do want to talk about? Yeah, go ahead. We next. got another story? Yeah, oh, yeah we got a quick free story. <laughs> Kiki Palmer will be hosting the upcoming Soul Train Awards 2023, y'all. Tagged as the house party of the year. The awards ceremony will premiere November 6th on BET and BET Her, 8 p.m. 
And uh, Palmer will also be among the awards show slate performers, which includes BJ the Chicago Kid, Coco Jones, Dante Bolt, Friday, uh, Money Long, and SWV. The Soul Train Awards 2023 is being taped in Los Angeles at an undisclosed location. I cannot wait to see Kiki Palmer do her thing. And I'm so happy she's just not finna go like under a rock and go hidden and be quiet and do all this right. stuff with everything that's going on with her. So I can't wait to see her host this show. Now, can men watch BET Her and Skinny People watch BET Plus? <laughs> Thank y'all both for holding it down for the tea party this morning. Y'all give it up for Brett and Maria this morning. And the show is November 26th. I think I said the 16th. Yeah, You're going to answer my question, Brett? Plus me. <laughs> he said, can, can, he asked another question. Can skinny, people, can skinny people watch BET Plus and can men watch BET Her? Bye. <laughs> Corny Special K is rubbing off on you. <laughs> Anyway, coming up at what's trending, some people believe that, uh, you, that, that if, you, if, if your left palm is itching, that means that you're getting some money soon. Or if you step on a crank, you will break your mama's bank. We want to know uh, what superstition. What? Uh, yeah, what, what superstition you stand by, no matter what anybody say. Hit us up at 866-9-RICKY, 866-9-R-I-C-K-E-Y. Ricky Smiley Morning Show. My grandma used to say, don't split a pole, all that kind of stuff. Up next, call us. Did you see that post? People are talking. Here's what's trending on the Ricky Smiley Morning Show. Think of three superstitions that you heard of, right? So, you know, uh, or, or do you know where they are originated and do you believe in them? Absolutely, man. So let's start with two-time, two-time NFL MVP Patrick Mahomes. He confirmed that he has worn the same pair of underwear each game since he joined Ooh. the Kansas City Chiefs. <laughs> and he said, first, my wife Brittany got them for me, and we had a pretty good season. So I only wear them on game day. They ain't nasty. I can definitely clean them. But he also <laughs> continued, I mean, if we're on a hot streak, I can't wash them. I've got to just keep rolling. As long uh, as I'm yeah. winning football games, I'm going to keep the superstition going. And I agree. So that's crazy because uh, this morning we want to know what is your superstition that you stand by no matter no matter what anyone says. Uh, Brent, I, you might and, or might not have because I know you was raised uh, in a sanctified, uh, sanctified church. Pentecostal uh what is it? Yeah. Uh, but I no, think you, you apostolic. Apostolic, Pentecostal, sanctified, same thing. Yeah. Yeah, so so y'all don't believe in that. We don't we don't believe in superstition. You don't have no superstition, no no routines before you go on stage or come do the morning show? Uh no, no, no routines like that. I've always been scared to break the mirror for hearing about the seven years of bad luck. But if bad stuff gonna happen to you, it's gonna happen anyway. Right. So. Uh Maria Maria, are you superstitious? Um, not really, but the one thing I won't do is the whole, you know, the Bloody Mary in the mirror or saying Candyman. I like, I, I wouldn't do that. I've never done that. And even Wait as an adult, I won't that? do it. What is that? You're a grown uh, ass person. No, I'm grown and I will not do it. But what, what is that? <laughs> That's a game we used to play when we, all right, when, when we was kids. We used to play this game called Bloody Mary, Bloody Mary, where you go and you dare somebody to go in the bathroom, turn off the light, turn around three times saying Bloody Mary, and then turn on the light and you're supposed to see Bloody Mary in the mirror. That's not and who is Bloody though. Mary? What is what is a scary uh, just this what like uh, like this white woman covered in blood? Yeah, that, lady ma- named Mary. That's is bloody. that superstition? I mean, kind of, sort of. It falls into the realm of superstition. Have y'all played the Ouija board? Oh, I ain't playing with that. No, I ain't messing with that. No, now. sir. I, to me, that just feels creepy, and it just yeah. feel like you're playing with supernatural stuff that 
Uh-uh, I ain't doing that. Now, yeah, now, Kay, good are you spirits and bad spirits. Yeah. You said, am I yeah. superstitious? Yeah. When I go on stage, I can't perform with anything in my pockets. Like I can't have a I can't have a nickel, a quarter, anything, especially in my front pockets. I can't have nothing to, in my need pocket. To, you need to put some jokes in your pocket of the frozen Birmingham. Yeah, you yeah, were, yeah, you yeah. Were yeah. That <laughs> okay, that was unnecessary. Let's keep it moving. Let's keep you put it moving. all your you need to put all them jokes I, I, uh-huh. I help you write in your damn okay. <laughs> Are you superstitious? Are you superstitious? That's the uh, question. Uh, I, I, I tell you what, I'm not superstitious, but I don't like people being backstage. I get so irritated um, when people like the crowd in the space where where you walk on stage and you got to speak and shake hands with people. They're just in the damn way just because they, they can be backstage. But that's just not like, you just don't like inconsiderate people. That's it, not it, really ain't, it ain't that. I, I feel like it, it throws my vibe off because I yeah. have better shows. Now, this this honest to God truth. I have better performances when it's only comedians backstage, but when you yeah. but when you start getting the radio sales reps and and the the the, the, the managers and 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 people that that uh, promoters friends and promoters mamas and all these damn people, it's a it's a distraction and uh uh you can't focus on what you got to do because you got to perform and it, and I feel like it's bad luck, special case. Like like a lot real. of black women have this this superstition about putting their purse on the floor. Oh uh, yeah. Now like, I don't. Let, I, I, I personally don't let nobody put their purse on the floor. I pick <laughs> it up and put it in my chair or put it on the arm of the chair. Or, or somewhere, or when the people come over to the house, I don't let people put their purse on the floor. I take it and put it somewhere. I and just that's think a, it shouldn't be on the floor. That's what I think. I agree not, with that. Not because of the money thing, because it's a nice. What about bag. somebody sleeping over your feet? Isn't, isn't that one? Sweeping over your feet. What's, what's the one with the? What's, what's the one with? Well, the they brain? got swiffer jets now. They don't. We don't really sweep <laughs> no more because now they got the little swiffer thing that suck the dust up. <laughs> that sweep for you. Only have to use a broom no more. Yeah. All the stuff they sell at Walmart. I know. So, one time we was at a video shoot, Ricky, and this the lady that was cleaning up swept over my wife's foot, and I thought she was gonna kill that lady. She snatched the broom out of her hand and she spit on the broom or spit on the floor or something. It's, it's like a routine That's a that Louisiana thing though, right? Oh, yeah, God. It's a Louisiana thing. And and New Orleans, like, most people I know from New Orleans yeah. are very superstitious. She said because last time somebody swept the broom across her feet, she she got in trouble with the police and they tried to take her to jail and all kind of stuff happened. So she really believes in that. Like, yeah. I was like, you do what? Took the broom out the lady's hand and had to spit on it. Or something like I'm She like, spit on the yeah. broom? Oh. On the broom. Yeah, you gotta spit on like, the broom. Wow. I had never yeah. heard that. Because if you believe in, in things that you don't <laughs> understand, you will suffer. I'll superstition <laughs> ain't the way. That's it. Hey. Hey. Let us know what you're superstitious about. Hit us up at 866-9-RICKY. Good morning. If you see a butterfly, that means positivity is coming your way. My name is Janice. I'm calling from Mississippi. My husband, if he listens, always somebody step on his shoe. He wants you to draw X on his back, and I hate it. He's growing out of it, but yeah, you step on his uh, back of his shoe, you got to put an X on his back. Bad luck. Charleston, South Carolina, if you sweep my foot, you're going to jail. I'm knocking on wood. I don't care how old I get. I'm knocking on wood. My name is Norman Woods. I'm calling from Bachelor, Louisiana. And I, growing up in No Grease out in the country, my grandma would tell me if you break a mirror, you got to go run water on the inside of the tub to stop the other bad luck. <laughs> um, Takia, calling from Fort Worth, Texas. 
and I don't put my purse on the floor, and you're not going to sweep over my feet. I'm calling from Houston, Texas, and my mom uh-huh. used to tell me if your palm of your hand itch, that means you're going to get some money. My name is Tammy, calling from Tallahassee, and I stand by never put a woman's purse on the floor, or she'll always be broke. I guess that's my problem. Hey, this is Cedric from Atlanta. I still will not split a pole. Good morning. I'm calling from Dallas, Texas. My superstition, I believe in, is the itching palm. And also, you have to eat black eyed peas for the New Year's to bring luck for the whole year. My name is Raquel. I'm calling from Houston. And, oh, my God, the superstition superstition that I stand by is sweeping my feet. Like, you pick up a broom, I'm watching you, and you better not. Tampa, Florida. If, uh, if a black cat cross your path, that not cross. Go back the other way. <laughs> oh, my God. Wow. It's a lot of something. Yeah. I can relate to Patrick Mahomes because when I played baseball, I wore the same T-shirt underneath my jersey the entire season, and that was my best season that I ever had. And I, and I, did, I washed it, like, halfway through the season. But that thing got, got, got kind of funky a little bit. Ooh. But I kept wearing that bad boy. <laughs> yes, you know, so. I used to watch uh, 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 First first 48 and uh, Sergeant Caroline Mason from Memphis. And they said, if you sneeze three times in a row, somebody sneezed three times in a row. And the next day I met Juicy and I didn't see Caroline Mason from Memphis. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they disappear. <laughs> uh-uh, she turned into Juicy. <laughs> You ever notice you never seen Sergeant Caroline Mason from First 48 and Juicy in the same room? Hmm. Think about that. Think Very about that. Yeah. You have not. Yeah, she shrunk. <laughs> All right, y'all. <laughs> All right, y'all. Rich about the morning show. It's about that time. Jeff Johnson got three things you need to know. Jeff, good morning, man. Good morning, good morning, good morning. Good morning to everybody out there. How y'all feeling? Man, up, we Jeff? good. Good. Happy to have you. I am confused because I thought I thought it is the Republican Party, the party that says they care about law and order. Yep. Right. But you got a senator on the floor of a committee meeting saying he wants to fight not even another senator, a citizen. And right. nobody calls him to be censured. Right, I'm 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 confused. Like, what? Kay, what are we dealing with, man? It's Republican male white privilege. Once again, anything they do is okay. Yeah, Literally, it's like, it's, it's anything like it's they a do. race to the bottom, Jeff. It, but it really is, man. Like you, you, you have you have somebody. I mean, listen. I know he's a former MMA fighter. <laughs> he lost all three of his fights that he was in <laughs> to submission. He didn't even. But 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 listen, I understand what that energy is, right? right. So you know, you 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 a fighter, you got your guns, you 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 got your machismo, you got all that. But it literally is almost a throwback um, to Sumter County, South Carolina. I, I don't know if y'all know that that literally there was a, a moment. I want to say it was 1856 um, when a Democrat actually, Preston Brooks attacked a senator with a cane who was a Republican on the floor of the House. And and it's like we, we have we have literally you, you talk, Rick, about a race to the bottom. We got a president. We got a presidential candidate who's leading, who, by all means, by, by the time March comes, will be a convicted felon. You've got elected members of the Senate calling out American citizens to fight an American citizen to fight 
and then doubling down on it in the House, in in, in Washington, D.C., in the halls of government. Um, we got sex at Reagan. You said, oh, Lord, have mercy. See, Rick, you the one winning the race at the bottom. Um, but 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 this is serious. I mean, this, this is not only this doesn't become just political theater. Right. This is this is who we have representing us. This is how other people in parts of the world um, are viewing us by way of who we elect in the office and who we justify behavior of. And and it and it floors me because we we laugh in some cases we call it crazy and da 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 da, but at the same time, our folks, black folks, poor folks, are being criminalized for being poor. When real criminals are in do, doing things that are criminal, are inside halls of government in a way that we never saw before. Right? Remember when the criminals who were in government used to try to hide it? Right. But Donald Trump made it all. It's all good. And so we we and and listen, I I know uh, because I know some folks will be able to say that there are Democrats that commit crimes, too. I'm not I'm not letting anybody off the hook. What I'm saying is as a populace, as a people, we have got to do better. None of these people have the ability to be in office without being voted in the office. Um, and, And the critical choices that we make by how we vote. And, and as I talked about before, I'm, I'm so over party at this point, I will probably vote for more Democrats than I ever would Republicans, but I'm voting for them based on their record. Uh, and I'm holding people accountable. Um, and, and, and I'm hoping, uh, y'all, that over the course of the next year and a half, as, as we get to a presidential election, that we start talking more about um, civic participation than we do voter participation. Because it's the lack of civic participation that allows people to do whatever they want to when they get elected. We act like we, we, we register, we, we turn out the vote, and then that's it. And then elected officials feel like they can do whatever they want until the next election. When the reality is if we show up at city council meetings and school board meetings and state legislative meetings and pay attention to what's going on, we've got the ability to hold people accountable. So, Rick, even as we, as we get on this piece where we're moving into a presidential, I really want us at the Ricky Smiley Morning Show to talk about how do we help people in our communities be more civically involved, not in a way where they think it's the silver bullet to solve all the problems, but where they use it as a way to leverage power um, to the best of their ability. So, y'all, that, that's that's what I got. Let me know what you think. Hit me at Jess Nation on IG. Um, and, and I mean, hell... If, if you if you can't do nothing else, pray that we get some better folks. I know that's right, man. Hey, love you, Jeff, man. Always happy to have you on. All right, y'all. Appreciate that. Jeff Johnson, everybody. All right, y'all. Reese the Morning Show. Hey, we got the one and only, uh, ladies and gentlemen, just in time for Thanksgiving holiday. I got, uh, I have the host of a new Soul Kitchen on Clio TV and best-selling author. Y'all, please welcome Chef Jannard Wells. In the building. Hey man, what up, Chef? What up, Janard? What's good? It's that time of the year once again, my, my Ricky Smiley family show fam. <laughs> man, we are so happy to have you this morning as we get ready for Thanksgiving. Uh, I got to start off, man. What would you say are the top two mistakes that people make when popping for thank you know when prepping for Thanksgiving, getting when they getting ready? Look, not only will I tell you two, I tell you three. Number one. Over mashing the mashed potatoes. 
Bro. Yo, nobody want no runny mashed potatoes. Stop adding. It's good to add your, your, your sour cream and stuff like that. But don't beat them up where they become runny. And they, we don't want that. We want our mashed potatoes to have a little stiffness to it. That's one. Man, I went to no, STK no. and had some mashed potatoes. I was, I'm like, man, that is foam. That is shaving foam. <laughs> <laughs> that overrated steakhouse. I'll never it. go there again. Yeah, it's so uh, overrated. I ain't lying. That. That's just a little shave for real. All oh, that damn right for that damn shaving cream. That ain't no damn mashed potatoes. No, go ahead. Shaving cream. <laughs> damn ass mashed potatoes. Like milk in your mouth. Make it. Right. Make it good mac and cheese, guys. That that's one of the things. Stop just boiling noodles and sticking hunks of cheddar cheese in the center of those boiled noodles and putting them in the oven. That is not mac and cheese, guys. That's just baked pasta with cheese melted in the center. You got to right. make that bechamel sauce. I'm talking about that butter, that cream. Add me in those, that smoked gouda, the cheddar, whatever cheeses you want, that flour. That's what we do to make a good bechamel sauce for our mac and cheese. Hey, 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 uh, uh, Chef Zanar, on, on, on that macaroni uh, and cheese, uh, Chef Zanar, it should, you should taste cheese and have cheese in every single bite. As a matter of fact, Chef Zanar, Take your macaroni and cheese out the oven when it's halfway done and stir it to make sure that all the cheese is melted and, and intertwined with the noodles, then put it back in. That's what I do. Yes, indeed. And also, another great way to make sure that cheese holds on to that pasta, we could switch up from doing the elbow pasta and get cavatappi pasta. Yeah. Cavatappi pasta, it looks almost like the macaroni noodle, except it looks more like a corkscrew. Absolutely, that's what I use, Chef. Come on, man. (laughs) (laughs) Ricky, I know you ain't new to this. You true to this. You about that. But listen, third but not least on that list, start making a guest list. Too often do we have these random show up at our house on the holidays because they are plus one, plus two, and we don't even know. Harpo, who is this person right here? We need to know who coming to the house for the holidays. Yes, yes, that's a fact. Yeah, don't don't be showing up and don't uh, if y'all go especially. Uh, K, what happened if you buy your macaroni and noodles from the uh, Dollar General? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you might not want to do that. You're gonna be chewing them way too long. <laughs> the noodles been sitting on that shelf for a long time. Be jerky yeah, they, noodles. <laughs> yeah, yeah, chew that macaroni like cheese and, and then blow a bubble. <laughs> <laughs> Chef Janar, so, you know, we all know you, man, on Clio TV, man. You got the new Soul Kitchen, and now you got the new Soul Kitchen remix. How is the remix different from the original? Now, what the remix is, I'm showing, I'm cooking in real time, and if you're short on time but not on taste, I'm showing you how to create great meals within 30 minutes or less for a fraction of the cost, fraction of the time by keeping all that authentic flavor. Say you go to a restaurant that you like. People be hitting me up on the ground all the time. Chef, I went here, I had the best vegetarian Philly cheese steak, just for instance. What I do is I normally go check out those restaurants because I highlight a lot of restaurants. I come back on the show. I show you how to make I break it down from beginning to end on how to make it in your home and do it with ease. Right. Hey, uh, uh, also, um, Janard, uh, Man, you got you got to help me with my cookbook one of these days. Listen, and we hear that you just uh, joined the lineup for the Fantastic Voyage uh, on the Tom Joyner cruise. So, what you going to be doing on there? Oh man, I'm going to turn that thing out, Ricky. That's all I can say. As a matter of fact, this is my 
six year being a part of the Tom Jonah Fantastic Boys. You already know Tom and the team, including you all, we party with a purpose. I come on the ship, me and a host of my other chefs, we take over the kitchen. So during that time, while we at sea for them seven days, you get our food. If you ever want to experience Chef Jadard food, come on the Tom Jonah Cruise. Not only do I create food for you all to eat as you're flowing throughout the ship, but we also battle the chefs. Right now, I'm happy to say I'm the six-time winner of the Tom Jonah Fantastic Cruise when it comes to battling. Battled for years, beat out all the other chefs as well as the cruise line. This past year, when we were on there, built the team out called the Tom Jonah Culinary Council, baby. We hey, got a Royal you... Caribbean ship, and we annihilated. <laughs> hey, 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 hey uh, all right, we, we got to run. But listen, man, please put on your uh, website how to make uh, sweet potato pie. Because I'm going I'm to cook like half a sweet potato pie, and then I'm going to add the macaroni and cheese on top of this, I'm a bacon and then add the uh, uncooked macaroni and cheese and then put it in the oven bacon because a lot of people don't know that's a trend that's starting to happen that damn sweet potato pie with macaroni and cheese on top and you can't say it's nasty because first of all you never tasted it but if you eat your macaroni and cheese and you like candy yams what's the damn difference can right. we can we can we talk about that chef Janard and or uh, bring you back on the show can you put together uh, a sweet potato with the mashed macaroni and cheese on top? Uh, uh, of the sweet potato pie, and let's let's make that dish right there and make that a thing, like a little thing, uh, outside of the box thing, you know, from the traditional yes. Thanksgiving. Maybe we'll bring you back on the show Look, Monday. Let's do it for for y'all. You already know how we get down. As a matter of fact, in my cookbook, Southern Inspired, I got combinations of recipes like that. Now, what we need to do, we need to build it on top of each other. I even see where they take cornbread, short yes, mashed potatoes. Hey, come on now. <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold that thought. I'm going to bring you back on the other side where you can give out your website, y'all. Chef Jannard, y'all, more Rick's Mind the Morning Show coming up. All right, y'all, Rick's Mind the Morning Show, man. Hey, everybody out there, man, if you want some outside-of-the-box stuff for Thanksgiving, y'all make sure y'all hit up uh, Chef Jannard. Uh, he's always on social media uh, giving you some great recipes and some good ideas. Uh, Thanksgiving is a lot of people like myself and Brett, like, favorite holiday. Uh, Chef Jannard, let everybody know how you could be reached. They can reach me at chefjanard.com or follow me on Instagram at chefjanard. Amazing tips and tricks for the holidays I got, got coming up for them. Hey, hey, Janard, text me now. Don't forget to text me now. It's, I need them two recipes now. Look, I got you. I want to see you showing up and showing out this year. You are yes, ready to MVP. No, dog. The kitchen in Stop the house your household, you might as well take it to the next level. <laughs> Stop playing. I can cook, I can cook, but I can't cook like you, dog. Because uh, a lot of these ideas that I have, you uh, between you and that damn Kurt and Gail Boudreaux gave me those cooking recipes. So I learned a lot from y'all and <laughs> Chef Q. Man. So I be, I be, I be getting stuff from y'all, bro. So, so I really appreciate it, man. That's how it's meant to build that recipe collage that we have. We build yeah. off of each other. We take it and we make it our own. We add or take away an ingredient. Man, I there love our, I love our chef Denard just take his time when he be when he be breaking Man, down. Yeah. You got you got to heat that skillet up and add the yeah. butter. <laughs> Put the butter and the sauce over here. Boom. He make it, Brad, Brad, he make it sound so good, dog. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I right, y'all chef Denard, y'all got your front page right here. News headlines, entertainment, sports. It's the front page on the Ricky Smiley Morning Show. 
Find y'all Rick's Mile in the Morning Show. Good morning, Ricky. Good morning, RSMS family. Here's what's happening in news. The Supreme Court will not hear the case of a black man who spent three years in solitary confinement in an Illinois correctional facility with no access to the outside or opportunity to exercise. Michael Johnson grew suicidal during his confinement and occasionally participated in wrongdoing in the hope that prison guards would beat him to death. Monday's judgment contradicts a 1979 decision by former Justice Anthony Kennedy, who wrote that frequent frequent outdoor exercise is critical to inmates' well-being. Lastly, researchers have found alternate uh, alternative therapies like cuddle curing and brain spotting may not offer real health benefits. Get this, Ricky. Practitioners can charge up to $300 per hour for these treatments that have no demonstrated benefit. Cuddle curing involves extended hugs and is intended to help with depression and PTSD. Brain spotting is another technique which claims to address trauma. I'm Maria Moore, and that's what's happening in news. For more on these stories and other headlines, visit rickysmileymorningshow.com. Rock T, what's going on in sports? Well, the NBA suspended Golden State Warriors forward Draymond Green for five games without pay for escalating an on-court altercation. He headlocked Rudy Gobert. You know what I'm saying? Uh, <laughs> we already knew that was going to happen, man. Uh, Clay Thompson, Jaden McDaniels, and Rudy Gobert were uh, also fined $25,000 for their roles in the incident. And uh, tonight... And Thursday Night Football, Cincinnati versus the Baltimore Ravens. I don't know what's going on with the Cincinnati, oh, that's gonna man. Be a good one. That's going to be a good one, man. Cincinnati just don't look like themselves. Just when you thought Joe Burrow was about to get ready to turn it around, you know, it, it is what it is. Same thing with, uh, same thing with Buffalo. Buffalo. Absolutely. And then now you got Denver. NFL is unpredictable. You got Denver turning it around. And then you got Minnesota uh, quarterback up there. Josh, Josh Dobbs is one of my favorite quarterbacks on, of dog. all time. I loved him when he was at Tennessee. Really competitive, great kid. I hate the way people made fun of him uh, on the internet, man, but I absolutely love Josh Dobbs, man. He's one of my favorite quarterbacks. Somebody I would like to meet. Yeah, Josh Josh got skills, man. He's doing his thing out there with Minnesota, but I'm going to tell you, man, remember I said this. Don't be surprised if Stephon Diggs, wide receiver at the Buffalo Bills, is no longer there after this season. <laughs> you ain't gotta go somewhere. Hey, I wouldn't. Hey, Dallas with his brother. His brother. Yeah, be that back. would be good. Come on but, now. But how many receivers they got? Uh, I mean, they got they got CD Lamb. They got your boy Cooks, who's starting to heat up a little bit. But that's it. There's room for a third receiver. Yeah. Come on now. It is what it is. Uh, real quick, man. Uh, just when you thought the Cleveland Brown fans were uh, starting to get excited about their season, they just lost their starting quarterback, Deshaun Watson. Season-ending shoulder surgery, man. So uh, See, he need a, you know what he needs? He needs a massage. A, he need a massage. <laughs> I was about to say the same thing. Y'all, hey. Eric, <laughs> Deshaun need a massage. Everybody that's listening to us in Cleveland. <laughs> hey, Cleveland, y'all know y'all my home folks. <laughs> Y'all, please get Deshaun Watson a massage. We don't care. Yeah. <laughs> well, y'all, well, we can win some games. Let's go, Browns. Get that masseuse, baby. <laughs> please. Damn. Please. A happy ending, whatever, whatever he need. <laughs> you don't need to that. Him, let, him, let him get what he need because he was winning. He was getting massages. Provide that brother his services. <laughs> now, now, you said what was wrong with him? You said his shoulder. His shoulder surgery. Yeah. So, that's what he, that's what he yeah, need. Man, we just need a good shoulder massage, that's dog. It. You don't need no surgery. Get him, <laughs> get him up a, Get him on that damn table. Drop it like it's hot. <laughs> Drop it like it's hot. So hot can't y'all see? Can't y'all see Deshaun Watson holding up the Super Bowl trophy? Talking about Cleveland. <laughs> this is for you. Shout out to the land. <laughs> 
spend that money on a surgeon. Get that dog on masseuse. Let's go. Let's go, Browns. All right, uh, it's time for the hot spot. Brad, good morning. Good morning, Ricky. Good morning, everybody. I'm your girl, Brad Tatad, and this is the hot spot where we bring you music, movies, and more. So let's get off into it. My girl, Mariah Carey, will be performing her holiday hit, All I Want for Christmas is You, at the Billboard Music Awards this Sunday, November 19th. The BBMAs will mark the first time she's performed the song at an award show. Uh, she joins previously announced uh, performers David Guetta, uh, BB Rexa, Carol G, Morgan Wallen, Peso, Pluma, New Jeans, and Stray Kids. Taylor Swift leads the BBMA's nominees with 20 nominations, followed by Morgan Wallen and SZA with 17 nominations. Uh, Drake and Luke Bryan both have 14 nominations. And last but not least, Snoop Dogg described one of his favorites for Thanksgiving dinner. He says, these ain't your mama's mashed potatoes, y'all. In his Hennessy in Buddha, he said it's his favorite way to eat his mashed potatoes. <laughs> and it's a Thanksgiving what? staple. He said, I know what you're thinking. Isn't cognac more for a concert with the dog rather than Thanksgiving? He said, my answer to that, why not both? Snoop features this recipe in his new cookbook, Goon with the Spoon, after upgrading it from one of his first cookbooks, uh, From Crook to Cook. Heating the cognac over the stove means that the alcohol cooks off and just adds a little bit of sweetness and depth to the flavor oh, yeah, my, of potatoes. Yeah, my, my, my frat brother Romario uh, took some damn cognac and did some lobster tails one day. Ooh. I'm like, how the hell you come up and who taught you how to do that? Ooh. It was actually pretty damn good. I uh, bet. Cooking I with bet liquor. Yeah. I bet it was good. All right, y'all. Well, we're going to wrap up the hot spot on that note. It's the Ricky Smiley Morning Show. McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The... McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba da ba ba ba.